Everybody was up in arms about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Remember when times were, were more simpler before before COVID hit? Before we were reduced to the indignity of communicating to each other through masks or on Zoom calls? Remember when we used to actually wear shoes and not slides to work? and not sweatpants and, and, and people sitting, or if, or if you're wearing a suit on Zoom, where you got a suit and tie on on the top, but you're wearing your boxer shorts on the bottom. Remember those days? Those were some very, there was, those were some good old days. It's just so funny because that Popeye's chicken sandwich really isn't that good. But it was something new and they did a fantastic job of marketing and, and they did they did something. There's there's an episode. I'm kind of going on a tangent. If you're a South Park watcher, there's an episode where, where Eric Cartman inherited a million dollars and he bought an amusement park. But he didn't buy the amusement park to make money to generate revenue. He bought the amusement park because he hated waiting in line at amusement parks. And he wanted to ride all the rides and didn't want to wait to get funnel cake and all of that stuff. He wanted to park to himself. And to piss off Kenny and Stan and Kyle, he ran some ads saying, hey, I bought this new park, but you can't come. And that made people want to come to the park more. And I think Popeye's Chicken, they used the Eric Cartman strategy because Popeye's Chicken, similar to what Taco Bell's done with the Mexican pizza. Remember the Mexican pizza came back? I was back for like three days, and it was gone. You pull up at Taco Bell, and they're like, hey, we're out of Mexican pizzas. What do you mean you're out of Mexican pizzas? You mean you're out of tortillas and cheese and beans? Because it's just it's just a taco where you take two tortillas and put taco stuff in between two tortillas. We're not sending people to freaking Mars here. But it's just a sales ploy get you excited and then they'll they'll run mexican pizza especially i'm sure they'll run it in the fall in the winter they'll they'll run some christmas mexican pizza program people will be lined up around the corner to eat something that's like grade d meat and popeyes did that you ran they ran out of chicken sandwiches like they would they would stock they'd have enough to make maybe 
I don't know, 50 chicken sandwiches at each uh, specific place. And when they run out, they'd say, well, hey, we don't have any more chicken sandwiches. So people would wait in line to get them. They were considered to be a delicacy. They were considered to be rare. It's like going into to Studio 54. It's just funny because uh, in America, someone that's lived overseas, I've, spent, I've had a chance to go to Europe, spend some time in Europe. I lived in Asia. And I talk about healthcare all the time. You know, we have the HealthCast series. And we have our sponsors, your Episource, U.S. Hunger. Some new sponsors forthcoming. And I always say that, unfortunately, we will continue to have the epidemic of, of health problems in the United States of America as long as there's a McDonald's across the street from a Starbucks on every major corner in the United States, you're going to have health issues. If people are eating chicken McNuggets, supersized fries, and then they're chasing that down with a vanilla latte or a white chocolate mocha, people are going to have, there are going to be repercussions for that. You, you can't eat like that all your life and, and not have repercussions. And that's, people have asked me, the reason I bring it up, people have asked me, if you look at my post and you look at my Instagram and Facebook, I probably lost about 60, 65 pounds. And I didn't do it for cosmetic reasons. I didn't do it because the doctor said that, hey, if you don't lose this weight, you're, you're going to die in the next 18 months. Uh, but to make a long story short, I had a really bad Lyme relapse after my mom passed, my grandfather passed, and I was really doing some caretaking duties with my with my grandparents and getting through grief. I had a really bad Lyme relapse. People that listen to the show know that I have Lyme disease. And as you get older, Lyme disease progresses into more of an arthritic and fatigue-based illness. And I knew that by carrying less weight, I was going to put less weight on my joints, able to be more mobile, able to still exercise, able to do the things that I want to do. Now, I'm fortunate. I had a doctor tell me back in 2011 that I'd never walk again. He flat out said that you're not you're never going to walk again without a cane or without a walker and all of that stuff. And I had some very it took me a long time with my Lyme disease journey, but I had a phenomenal specialist. Dr. Kenneth Singleton, I know that he's retired, but in Towson, Maryland, and he really put me on a regimen and got me back using both holistic and traditional medicine. So I was on doxycycline and rifampin. I had the IV rosefin in my arm, all of that stuff. I was sick for two years, but able to make a comeback and live a pretty good life. But as a part of that life, I have to, I have to sleep well, I have to limit carbs, and I need to exercise for 30 to 45 minutes every day. And if I do those three things, I'm good. If I do two of those three things, I'm okay. If I do one of those three things, I'm going to have problems. I did none of those three things this time last year, dealing with grief, dealing with changes in my life. So I decided to go on a weight loss journey, and, and it's been supervised. I have fantastic PCP. And my guy, Dr. Fabian Garcia, who's giving me a lot of good advice about fasting, intermittent fasting. And I lost the weight slowly. Down to a 34 waist from a 42 waist or 40 waist. 
down from a 50 long jacket to a 44 long jacket. And I feel fantastic. And I look much better. And as far as the weight on my joints and stuff like that, my, my cholesterol is better. Blood sugar is better. Blood pressure is better. All of the, all of the numbers that, that middle-aged men such as myself should be looking at. And one of the conversations that I had with my doctor, he was talking about my joints and he was talking about all these things, but he said to me flat out, he said, you're not going to live to be into, into your 80s weighing 265, 270 pounds. You can make excuses, but you're not going to live as long of a lifespan if you continue to carry that weight. It will catch up to you. You will develop type 2 diabetes. You will develop high blood pressure. You will develop all sorts of other issues. And sometimes with, with your health and, and with your life, you need people that, that tell you the truth. I didn't want to hear that. I was running two, three miles a day. I was exercising a lot, very active. Especially when I lived out in Phoenix. I was at uh, Anthem, Anthem, Anthem Park getting it in. But you can't outrun a bad diet. And although I exercised a lot, I probably exercised an hour a day. A typical day for me was starting my day on my way to work, pulling up at, at 7.45, between 7.45 and 8.15. I go to Chick-fil-A. I get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and I get two hash browns. It's my first meal of the day. Sometimes I would substitute a Burger King croissantwich. For lunch, we had a fantastic cafeteria. Across the way, I go and get a sandwich, go and get a cheesesteak. Or Reuben. Or or we had great nachos. They had this fantastic nachos. It's like um you get the you get the you get the tortilla chips, you get the Mexican beef on it, the refried beans, cheese, sour cream, lettuce, tomato, salsa, guacamole. That was my lunch. Dinner, if I had time to cook, maybe make some some vegetables, maybe roast some asparagus. But if I didn't have time to cook, I was going to P.F. Chang's. This is me as a healthcare executive running a health plan. And that was my that was my routine five days a week. P.F. Chang's Cheesecake Factory. And then not to even think about the office. If you work, if you work in a traditional office. There's always access. Somebody is always having a birthday, so there's always birthday cake around. There's always pizza being ordered. And if you're executive like me and you're in charge, you you walk in. If you if you walk in, it's a pizza party for your for like my my call center people. If I walked in to that party and grabbed three slices, who's gonna say, hey James, this isn't for you? I'd be like, this is my department. Always Starbucks available. Always bagels available. Can't eat like that. Long term, I think we see so much of that in corporate America. We see so much of that in people that live sedentary lifestyles. And, and that was me for many years. I didn't lose weight by having bariatric surgery. I didn't go on a diet. I didn't go to where I'm drinking two gallons of water a day. I'm not taking any any crazy pills. I'm not doing the, the Aaron Rodgers projectile vomit diarrhea cleanse. I'm not on any magic <laughs> regimens. 
I lost weight because I I I cut my carbs out by ninety percent. I stopped eating pizza. I stopped eating French fries. If I go somewhere to a nice restaurant and have a steak, instead of getting the the fourteen ounce New York strip, I get the six ounce fillet. Instead of having the loaded baked potato with bacon, sour cream, chives, cheese. I don't have that. I have Brussels sprouts instead or broccoli. It worked for me. I got to a point I tried to eat a cheesesteak, made me sick. Body wasn't used to it. I can't I can't go to Jersey Mike's and get a a, a turkey sandwich with provolone and chomping. I just can't I just can't eat that type of stuff anymore. It just doesn't doesn't resonate with me. So I made those changes. I'm I'm definitely not a health guru. I'm not going to uh soapbox. Anyone, someone that weighed 260 plus, 270 most of my adult life, now that I've lost a little weight, I'm not going to stand here as some expert because I'm not an expert. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a weightlifter. I've got a lot of toning up to do. Got a lot of loose, flabby skin. I got a whole lot of work to do this winter. I got to be in the gym, on the Peloton, get, get muscle back. But just for me, it helped me to lose weight by really making serious holistic changes in my diet. Under a doctor's supervision, I'm just telling my story. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, amenities, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome.com. It's electric, made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton. You? You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you. We've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just oh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton. James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so. I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.